Only in California, where ingus pull heat and run up on you. California. And we're off, I think. It is Friday, November 3rd, 2023 AD, 9.01 AM, U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. Press one if it's great. Press two if it's uh, a really messed up stream, which it shouldn't be. Press three if it's a little iffy, but you think it's okay. Okay. And what are we going to... And I, it should be fine. What are we going to cover today? Well, I'll get to your calls. Some of you already called in. I do have a modern-day debate appearance tonight. Talking to an Aussie, an Australian, Mark Reed. Mark Reed. R-E-I-D. Atheist YouTuber. Mark Reed Atheist, I think, is his... No, Mark Reed Atheism is his uh, Twitter. and Or YouTube, anyway. Maybe not Twitter. I debated, uh, is the Great Reset real a number of times? Twice before, once with Stardust, uh, April 2022, once with T-Jump, December 2022. Well, I'm talking about it again on Modern Day Debate. And shout out to James Kuntz. That's Friday, November 3rd, 2023, AD, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 Central, 8 Eastern. But make sure you're catching American Anchor, baby. He's live at 4, and he will be going on continuing. So, uh... You can catch uh, Hake's podcast on Modern Day Debate podcast after the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, James Kuntz uploads them later. The Great Reset. So, uh, by the way, oh, I don't know if I have this clip. Never mind. I will get to your uh, super chats. And uh, I have a Bible passage to read to you guys, hopefully, about meat, sacrifice to idols. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Some of you guys think you know so much and get all puffed up on your pride. And by the way, dating apps are ruining dating, says CNN. They have a better idea. <laughs> and I'm going to read that cringy content for you guys. So all that and your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. Some of you are already on hold. But anyway, everybody, it's the AJ Gallardo original theme song day. It's Friday. Let's get right on with... The show! Hey guys! What's up, everybody? Hope you're enjoying the AJ Gallardo original theme song and the beautiful scenery of San Onofre Beach down in San Clemente area, California, in the fog. So cool. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. How you guys doing? I am fine. Got just a nice plain t-shirt today. Ready to look professional on Modern Day Debate. It's been a little while since I've appeared on Modern Day Debate. So you can go to thehakereport.com slash appearances and check that out. I want to get to a couple of calls here before we get started on this mess. Denny in Bulgaria is on the line. Denny, how are you doing, man? 
Good evening, Mr. Haig. I hope you're doing fine, sir. I am doing fine. Thank you. Glad to hear. Mr. Haig, I have a little bit of a code, so forgive me if you don't hear me well. It's a little bit of a trust issue. Okay. I hope I'm coming clear. It's coming in okay. <laughs> the connection, I think, is Glad. okay. Glad to hear. Mr. Haig, you had quite an interesting week with guests and callers and everything. Oh, yeah. True. And uh, I, I would like to share... Uh, an advice a mentor of mine gave me some twenty to, uh, some twelve thirteen years ago. All right, and, uh, it's it's interesting. It's basically everything Mr. Peterson is talking about, but with different words and different situations. He told me that nothing is personal, and everything is for a reason. That was his advice, and it took me a few years to understand what it is. And if you really think about it, really nothing is personal. Yeah, and that's why he structured it like that. Let's say you, you know, like somebody, right? You like specific uh, network or specific show. You don't like it because of them. You like it because of you. It's not personal. Yeah. Let's say you, you and I know you don't deal with ifs, but let let's say, Mister Hager, I, if I didn't like you and I was trying to cause trouble on your network, again, not personal. Right. It, it, that happens to. Everybody, the person disagrees with. And the second one, everything is for a reason. You don't even have to know the reason. You just have to know that it's not personal. That's That was the beauty of the advice he gave me. Like, for, for example, I, and, and Ms. Haig, I have utmost respect you know, for you, for your network, and everybody there. Uh, so, you know, for, for a reason, I'm watching it uh, and calling every now and then. Because I find it interesting. So, again, this is the reason, but not it's not personal. Right. Like, not that you're not doing a great job or anything. You are, of course. I admire that. But if, let's say somebody was doing the same thing. I, I, I would have listened to the other network. Let's say somebody was not. Simply wouldn't listen, and that's it. And that's what I wanted to share with you, because you know, if you really think about it, Ms. Peterson is right. You have no reason to be offended about anything. Right. Because it, it is never personal. It's simply impossible for something to be personal. Life doesn't work like that. Yeah. And uh, I know what I just said is ugly and uh, a <laughs> little bit disgusting, but it's, it's just what it is if you really think about it. It's, it's just like that. Right. The real you is unmoved by any of that stuff. It's not really about the real you. If you really think about it, because let, let's talk about the fallen state and the fake you. Yeah. The fake you shouldn't be moved either because it is never personal. Uh, even if, you let, as Mr. Peters said, when you're in a fallen state. But even if you're in that fallen state, it, it is never personal. Right. So that, that's really the beauty of it. Because, you, you know, let's practical thing, right? That you see a woman, the first thing that comes to your mind, okay, that everybody thinks about that. Right. Uh, uh, and when a woman sees you, okay, so this man has a job, has a vehicle, you know, <laughs> it, he, can, he can provide. But that's, it is what it is, but it's not personal. So as Mr. Peterson said, it's not personal in, in, good, in, in a good way, and it's not personal in a bad way either, if you really think about it. Yeah. It's just how it is. That's and why you should be even keel. Whether a man or a know. woman, you should, be a, you should be a man about it. Or you should be a lady about it. 
Fair and men, men that's, that's and ladies true. don't overreact. They don't get all overexcited when something feels nice, nor uh, upset or bothered when something sounds bad. You are 100% right because, again, <clears throat> and uh, I, again, I really have utmost respect for you, but every time I call you, I call you Mr. Hake. I call Mr. Fitz, Mr. P. Obviously, I know your first names, but right. you know that's how I was raised. You yeah. know, if you don't know somebody, if you've never seen them, uh, you know, use the surname. It's you know a way to highlight that there is a distance. Right, we're not drinking beers every Friday. Right, uh, but but it's also you know a sign of respect. Yeah, and, and respect it means that not that you adore somebody because you can. I mean, I can call Mr. Somebody, a person that I don't respect, but it's just a sign that you are acknowledging this person. Yeah. Exactly. And and with that said, Mr. Haig, I know how many callers you have, how busy you are. Thank you for taking the time to hear me out, sir. Kind regards to your colleagues and your audience, and have a remarkable day, sir. Nice, man. Thank you for sharing that advice. Take care, man. God be with you. Goodbye. Bye. Brett in Nev- Reno, Nevada, on the line. Brett, what's up, man? Thanks for calling and holding. Hey, how you doing, Hate? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing. I'm doing great. Uh, I was actually calling um, about. I believe his name is Art. He called the day before and yesterday, um, and had uh, some some feelings about the the N word. Uh, and I, I gotta say, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you probably remember this too. I mean, growing up in California, I think it's probably one of the biggest melting pots in all of America. Um, nobody was that sensitive about those things growing up. Like, yeah, you know, all the black jokes that I've ever heard were told by my black friends (laughs) and, uh, it, so I just, you know, I find it funny that it's, you know, people are acting out and, you know, keyword being their act, because I, I don't even think people realize it, but like, it's, uh, you know, it, it's all a facade. Like, they, it, I, I really can't believe that anybody would pretend to be that angry and use the same word in the, in the flip of the hat. It's kind of like, um. Like, if, like, a skinny person doesn't get offended by somebody calling them fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's only the person who's, like, internalizing. Yeah. Um, so they think it's such a negative word. Why apply it to themselves? Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I just don't, I don't understand that. Yeah, when, uh, it's like when people criticize blacks or Trump supporters or Christians or women, the blacks... To or whatever of that group to whom they're saying it does not apply, if they get all offended by it, then there is something there that they need to look at. Yeah. Because if, if it yeah, doesn't apply to you, then it shouldn't move you. Not at all. Yeah. That's 100%. And if it does apply to it. you, then it also shouldn't move you. You should be like... Yeah, that's that's true about me. <laughs> I am a punk well, or whatever. Right. Without without using the B word or the N word or any of those words that, you know, 
uh, we have to identify by the letter. Uh, uh, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like any one of those words, um, people already have a picture of what it belongs to. And so the second somebody sees that and they go like, well, that person's a B or that, that person's an N, it's kind of like, well, if you're offended by it, it's because you think that that represents you. I think it, a big deal it is is projection. Um, now, again, I like I have my own issues, but I've had to get over words. Yeah. Like at a certain point, and that was a long time ago before I even came out of the fallen state. So, um, you know, I wish them well. Anybody who is offended by it, I I disavow the caller who called in yesterday as well, saying that. Uh, you know, uh, that you need to change up the formula for the show and that uh, two days ago was your most interesting show. I mean, oh, okay. <laughs> it was definitely fascinating, but, um, you know, I think I think what you're doing, the way that you're doing is great, uh, you know, and and nobody, nobody will be talking about it in a week. I but, like what uh, you, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to dwell on this forever. I, I like yeah. touching on it when it comes naturally. Um, right. I uh, liked what you said about it being an act, because it reminds me of, you know how women are drama. They get oh, into yeah. their emotions, and it's kind of up in the air how real it is, because uh, they enjoy getting emotional. You know, and you're, when you're in an emotional state, you like kind of like to make yourself cry or angrier or wallow in whatever that thing that is and it's like a self-righteousness it's like a relief people feel relieved about it you feel yeah it's like a high for those people right uh so i think that there is a lot of fakeness and emotions in general are kind of fake because they don't stay and yeah if you remove the emotion from it then you have a little more bit more clarity so, um, I like that point that you said about acting, performing, drama. Isn't, the, isn't right. it funny that the word drama is both emotional and fake? Like, it references yeah. this, uh, these people acting that, uh, some thing that pulls the viewer into the emotions of it. Or it's supposed right. to, anyway. Well, it's, it, everybody is watching their own movie. That's, that's that's what life is, you know, and everybody wants to be the star. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I think, uh, everybody, not everybody, that's maybe a little bit too generous. Uh, but I think there's quite a few people in the world who, who want to play out that drama, you know, they yeah. want, they want to be the shining star, uh, get some attention and get some that high and stuff like that. You mentioned art. So really, you mentioned art. He said, who are you as a white man or whatever to tell me how I should feel? And yeah, that's kind of yeah. like what I was talking about. Like as a man, yeah, fine. Except I guess if you want to be honest with the whole rest of the world about how you feel, that's fine. But who is, you, you should know uh, that you, sh- as a man, you shouldn't feel anything. Right. Well, in this, and in the same turn, who is he as a caller telling you how you should talk? You know what I mean? Right. Like, are you not just as entitled to yeah to to, to have an opinion as he is? 
and it's all an opinion. He was saying it wasn't right. But I'm like, well, there's no, there's, I, I go, if it, if it were concrete, then you wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. Everybody would just know, but there's a reason why the debate comes up. Cause it's not a known truth. It's, it's all, it's all subjective. There's yeah. no objective truth with the N word. True. And there's a bunch of words where it objectively means one thing. And, uh, you know, it, nobody questions what yes means like, Oh yes, you can do that. You know, it's like, Oh, well that's totally understood. Yeah. Uh, nobody confuses it. Nobody's arguing about that word, but, um, I, I don't know. I, it's funny because every time I would hear it growing up, it would be from somebody who was black. Even everybody goes with the debate with, Oh, well they don't say it with hard R and they, I go, <laughs> yeah, they would They yeah. would do it in a country country accent and try to sound like they were a southerner saying you know this this that and the other a and white I would southerner hear them use it that way but they would use it to dunk on white people as if white people would be the ones saying it and right. the only times i ever heard it were impressions from black people i know <laughs> and, you know i thought it was funny yeah like and now and now all of a sudden that it's like that part of my life doesn't exist uh, they they can they can point to generations ago and say, nope, that word totally meant something wrong, and I know the history of it. Yet, the generation that you and I both lived in, I can't point to that and be like, weren't you the one who was saying that word? Yeah. And trying to, trying to you know, make it sound like a white person was saying it? Like I picked it I up know. from the Mexicans in my area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they I would was, say it, in... they would use it for anybody. They would use it for... Oh, yeah. For blacks, they would use it for whites. They would use it for each other sometimes. So, what a mess. Yeah, well, uh, one of the funnier points that I've ever made to somebody is they're they're like, have you ever called somebody the N-word? And I told them, no, I usually use it on objects that make me upset. <laughs> um, <laughs> which they didn't find funny, but, I, you know, that, that, that was part of the reason of me saying it. It was like, really? Like... Like, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, this keyboard isn't working. It's being a, you know what? Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I find it really disingenuous, I guess, to, I feel like there has to be a level of pretending to, to act like a word could affect you so much. Cause I mean, yeah. And pretending and brainwashing it, which is this yeah. really the same thing. Yeah. Thanks yeah, man. Well, and. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll throw out one last point if you don't mind. Is that I think the the real crux of it is everybody who's ever given me an example of like, oh, I've you know I've heard somebody call me that before. They're not able to tell me like who did it, when they did it, and stuff. And it's because they don't care that much. They do forget it. You know, in a week's time, in a year's time, it doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, they just remember how they felt about it. (laughs) Yeah, but that applies to everything involving anger. So I think it's all of the same spirit. Yeah. And I think, uh, again, I just wish them well, because we're all dealing with the same thing in a a different variety. We're all at the same buffet. Nice. Well, thank you, Brett and Reno Nevada. Take care, man. Yep. Shout out, Hank. All right. Uh, you mentioned, I mentioned how uh, I learned that the so-called N-word from Mexicans. One time I was at like a Halloween party right out of college, and I had dressed up black. And 
my friends actually thought that I was a black guy, and one of them was like, who invited the N-word? I was like, whoa. <laughs> Interesting, huh? And then some of them would bring a, a black friend around, and that would be sometimes like short-lived. It seemed like they were, the family was like helping the guy out. They knew him from when they were living in L.A. proper as opposed to San Gabriel Valley. San Gabriel Valley is east of East L.A. Suburbs. Was white and then it turned Hispanic and partly Asian. And then, of course, the story that I told you about my other friend who got in a fight with a... or defending his cousin with a white frat boys. He got sucker punched. But it didn't knock him out, and he's like, oh, you blanking blank word, you effing N-word, and uh, got in a fight, and then he was like in a bad mood the next day because he was all hurting from <laughs> getting, getting punched in the face. Terrible. Stay out of bar fights, kids. Don't do that. I have some, a, a Bible passage to share with you later on this mess. DB, though, is in South Carolina on the line DB, first time caller, what's up, man? How are you doing? Thanks for holding. Hey, I'm doing okay. Can hey. you hear me okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just calling in to talk about the flat earth a little bit. The flat earth. Yeah. What do you mean by flat earth? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's basically the truth. What is the truth? You know? And it's not really what you try, you know, to label it, but that's the phrase you have to use in order to describe it because it's, it's been stigmatized our whole life. And when you, uh, you know, start looking around, you know, when you stop looking at your own life and you just take a look around to where you live, you, you can, like, see things that they don't want you to see and you your eyes uh, get open to the truth. And so... <clears throat> there's like a lot of ways to prove it. So like, like for instance, um, the Lord says you can take them in their own craftiness. Right. And so they gave us a, a diagram and math in the uh, classroom, but we never did anything with it outside. Today it says like uh, in Daniel that, uh, you know, that in the last days people would go, be going to and fro and uh, knowledge would greatly increase. And so people have been going outside, like with high zoom cameras and going to lakes that are flat bodies of water. And you can actually use the math and science. You can actually calculate where the crest, where the water should crest. And then you can also calculate the drop in curvature over that crest. So um, it's pretty easy to prove that way. So, like, if a, if a lake was like ten miles across, you uh, you could calculate. There's a formula that has been hidden it from the, in the school system. Like, I know PhDs and masters. You know, people got masters in um, geometry and uh, PhD in physics, and they say they've never seen that formula, even though it's so simple, but it's it's not taught to them in school. And so, and that formula is simply eight inches times miles squared. So over a 10 mile distance, 
there's going to be like 66.6 feet of drop, and that's like a seven-story building. So all you got to do is go to the edge of a lake that's about 10 miles across, and if you can see the shoreline, you just proved that that the lake is flat, but also the earth is flat. And so, I mean, I heard a caller the other day call in uh, and say they could see across Lake Michigan to see the Chicago skyline. Well, that's 60 miles across. Doesn't the, so uh, there's pro- isn't there such a thing as refraction, light refraction, light bends, so that your view of yeah, things a- can bend? So you can actually so see past, you- the, uh, past the horizon a bit? So what they do is they throw that they throw the refraction monkey wrench out there, and refraction is is dealing with when light passes through another medium like water or air or glass. So if you put a glass of water, when you shine like a flashlight through or like a laser through the glass of water, yeah, it will refract the light. True. But when you're looking over water, there. There's a little bit of water that you know in the air. There's a little bit of water in the air. Oh yeah. But if you wait to if you wait to the right the temperature gets to the right temperature, it actually you can actually see clearly, and it doesn't really refract through that. If you know the water that's you know in the air. So you're saying the light doesn't refract from from air through air? No, it has. If you go look it up, it has to refract through uh, other mediums like. But air is a medium. like water and uh, glass, so you're looking straight but air, through. But air, air. is a, is isn't air a medium? Air isn't just a nothing. It has to pass through different mediums in order for it to refract. So you're staying in the same medium. I know, but there's a whole different. lot of medium between you and that other object. No, just the only thing that that might cause you to have uh, not a clear image is that there's a little water vapor in the air, but that's not enough to refract the not to refract. And when they use that, they're actually saying that light can bend around the Earth, and there's no way that you can... There, there's nothing that actually shows that. <laughs> there's nothing... But you just... You just... I, I don't know if you're right about that, because this, it does bend yeah. around when you're looking... I, I kind of get what you're saying. If you're outside, if you're above the water, and you're looking... At somebody who's standing in the water, their legs, which are in the water, are like moving all around, and it's like stubby, and it looks funny. But if you're under the water, then it doesn't seem to, and you look at the person, then it's just the person pretty much as they are. But far away, I don't know. How how about far away? You don't know. You don't know what light does it at at scale. Okay, so if you go over the earth, there's there's about 200 different proofs. So go it, it, No, 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 but stick with that. Wrench. Stick with this proof that you claimed is a proof. I just told you what it is. You have to go prove it for yourself. No, but I just you said know, you don't know how do you know what light does at scale? You you can look over great distances cuz I've done it myself. I've done my my own experiments, you know. People have known about this for 8 years now and even longer. They've been hiding Facebook groups since 2008 that are awake to it. So there's all kinds of experiments you can do to, uh, you know, open your eyes. And it points you back to the Bible, and it points you back to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Wait, but how do you you know what light does at scale? It's 
by doing your own experiments. Your own experience will you, tell you, you what light does, for someone, What's that? How do your own experience <laughs> tell you tell you what lights do? What light does at scale? Well, you just you just experiment. You but how can you experiment? How can you ex- what experiment do you do to find out what light does Why at not scale? You just go on Wikipedia and look up the definition of refraction. It has to, light has to pass through different mediums, so you actually have to pass through like like the like when you're in a swimming pool and you see the sunlight go through the water, it refracts the light. Right. But you're not doing that through air. How air do you know? Just continuous. How do you know when it's that far of a distance? <laughs> I, I think you need to go look for yourself. You but I, I can look for yourself. myself, but I have no idea because I've never been 3,000 miles or whatever. You know, all that's or even 10 miles an hour to, or 10 miles away from an object to know whether the whether what I'm seeing is actually straight across or if it's well, you, curved at all. You need to get out and do an experiment. You know, I know a whole church that went out and went to a, a bay and they they could see uh boats twenty one miles away mm-hmm. that were just off the water and you're not supposed to be able to do that and it you know refraction is just a monkey wrench to confuse people. There's a lot of other ways to uh, prove it, you can go to the golf course and prove it. But you haven't you haven't explained what what experiment you do to to prove that refraction is not real. I never said that. That's your words. I said refraction is when you pass the definition. You of called it a monkey wrench. When light passes through, you just dismissed it as a monkey wrench because you need to figure it out. <laughs> but why do I need? I don't need to do anything but stay white and live. In this life, it's a see. This is actually a really vitally important issue because um, I know, like listening to some of your other podcasts, you kind of sit neutral on the Bible, right? You don't say it's one way or the other. What do you mean? I heard you say that the the Bible's not a flat Earth, and it's not necessarily a you know a ball Earth. Right. You the Bible kinda... doesn't. The Bible doesn't care about that. The people who wrote the Bible, they were. They were talking about their world, their world around them. They weren't talking about planets and stuff like that. Right. There's no planets in the Bible. There's no galaxies because in the Bible. Not, There's no they don't, they, There are stars in the Bible. Counting them to count as, as right. many, uh, no, as many uh, descendants of Abraham no. there would be. The only thing that's in the Bible that it talks about is the sun, the moon, and the stars. And because it the doesn't, because the Bible doesn't doesn't care about what you th- care about. So you think God didn't care about His creation, and He didn't write about it? God didn't write Here's the Bible. What God said, "What?" God didn't write the Bible. The Bible is uh, inspired, right? It's uh, all scriptures given by the inspiration of God. The word inspiration means God breathes through people, through different people in time. So that's one, you know, when you read that Bible as one book, that's one evidence that, that he, he used people through thousands of years from different walks of life to give you one book to study from. Um, plus, he gave you all the prophecies before he came that... That was does the Bi- does the Bible care about about the physical world? 
Yes, there's a few verses, there's a couple, several hundred verses scattered throughout the Bible that are hints, and God wants us to study it and pull it together and do a systematic study throughout the Bible to, uh, you know, put that puzzle together. Where'd you come up and with those that? Who don't, that's how you study the Bible. You see, every scripture must be interpreted in the light of what other scripture says, on the same subject, it must harmonize with all the other scripture. I think you're misguided. That's how you pick, that's how. I think you're misguided on that, man. Because for hundreds, maybe thousands of years, there were many people who were illiterate, and they couldn't be good Christians because they couldn't read some Bible that wasn't even printed yet. Um, I believe God God made a promise that. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it said the words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times over. <laughs> thou shalt keep, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. So there was a point where you had the word, and so every generation from that on, then onwards has it, and it will be there forever, even in our time. Where are you getting that we have to systematically study the Bible and come up with this and that? If you're going to learn about fasting, what you do is you pick out all the passages about fasting and praying, and you learn how to fast, you know. If you want to learn about the earth, but like say the firmament, for instance, you, you won't get the full picture from just looking at Genesis. You have to go across the Bible, and like, like in, uh, in Genesis, if you look up the word firmament, which... Is the Hebrew word rakia. It means a semi-hemisphere that's placed over the top of the earth, and it's a splendid, pellucid sapphire, right? And so sapphire is blue, like the sky. And then if you go to Exodus 24, verses 9 and 10, it says there's sapphire paths up there. And then there's another verse that talks about the throne of God being made out of sapphire. So you can kind of tie those together. Ezekiel had a vision from the ground looking up at the sky. He saw the throne of God. And someday, all eyes are going to see him, and every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess Jesus Christ as Lord. And if you go to the book of Revelation, it talks about a sea of glass that's around the throne of God. And there's also a rainbow that goes around his throne that's green, or emerald, right? And you can see that on the earth. Um, I believe the earth, you know, the firmament is a dome that's over the flat earth. And there's like a, there's a website out there that's called the Aurora Forecast. And they actually keep track of this rainbow that's in the Bible that goes around the Lord's throne. And you can see it. They call it the Northern Lights or the Aurora Borealis. And it shines down and it can shimmer down the sides of the glass dome, and you can actually see it in Australia. Are you on a hike, or are you nervous, or why? You seem you sound a little out of breath. <laughs> Somebody said you're on a hike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm outside climbing a mountain. <laughs> are you really? <laughs> I just I just woke up. <laughs> no, I just woke up. So, and I are you short of breath because you drank it. coffee? I I think I just I just woke up, and I I haven't. Uh, and I'm also a little nervous. Yeah, yeah, because you you don't call the shows very it, often. Maybe. That, I got like a little adrenaline rush, I think. Yeah, because this is this is a very important topic. I don't see it that and, way, man. I see it as well. <laughs> Sean, are you Sean a says. <clears throat> Sean says 
you're just so overwhelmed by how flat the earth is. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, see, it's a big issue. Yeah, I'm a Christian. You know, okay, so it should matter to you, uh, like what God says about it. You should actually try to find out, because there's several hundred verses going through the Bible. But the reason it's really important is because in our time, we have so many atheists, agnostics, and prodigals. And back in 2015, this is where it really took place. It took place outside the church. People were going to the Internet, and they were watching people doing experiments, science experiments, and they, they were watching the videos as a joke, you know, you know, because there's a lot of truth coming out. And they thought, well, I'm just going to watch a Flat Earth video just for a joke. Yeah. But before the video's over, they're like, their mouth is open, and they're going, uh, honey, can you <laughs> go give me that Bible? Because these, uh, these guys are married, or who's honey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just imitating what some of the testimonies are. Right, like yeah. A, there, was a guy that was, there was a guy that was smoking dope. I know a lot of flat earthers who, who say that they used to laugh at the flat earth stuff, and then they went out to disprove it. And uh, yeah. I don't know what possessed somebody to feel like they had to disprove it. It sounds like they had something, a screw loose already that they felt that they had to go outside and disprove it. Every time I go to the beach, and it's an obvious globe. I don't know if you've seen my beach streams. I've, I've heard you talk about it, and you're really, what you're doing is you're using your imagination against you instead of digging a little further. So I know you say, like, because the, the horizon is flat, that that's, a, that's evidence that it's a, a sphere, right? A globe, yeah. Obvious. Well, well here's a little... If, if it were flat, then it would be angled, because you're not always in the center of the, uh, of the world. You're closer to one when, edge of, this, when, of the circle of the Earth when, than others. <laughs> right? Okay, so if you were... You, you're laughing at me. Go ahead, go well, ahead. Well, because you're putting pictures into my mind, and nice. I, I have studied this for eight years, so nice. on and off for fun, because um, it's true. Um, you just want to find out other ways to prove it, but a good experiment would be to take a long piece of cardboard that you could put at eye level, and then take a basketball and put it right next to it, and make them both eye level so that the cardboard's right up against you know the middle of the basketball, and then slowly elevate your eyes above and you should notice that you know the difference between what it is to be on a ball yeah. and what it is to be on a car and you'll notice that's pretty cool you know, that's, people, i like that experiment man that's cool that's awesome it, it's so like but, but you've never done it at scale well it's just a little well what you can do is go other to, than like going in an airplane okay so you're over this you're, uh, obvious globe no, but so you're, you're, no, in only in your imagination. <laughs> it's only same it's thing. Only you're, but same thing with you because you're imagining that, that your your scale, your small scale thing applies to the big scale. And when, at a tiny kids, scale, things don't apply. At a tiny scale, water is a like a ball or a teardrop or something, depending on the situation, or a bulbous. They, and at a big scale, it, at a R scale, it, it's, it finds its level. And at a huge scale, God knows what it, do, what it does. Well, that's actually a, a proof right in your face that, you know, you can drink a half a bottle of water, and no matter which way you turn it, after you put the cap back on, the water will always find its level. I know, but that's at R scale. Right. 
That's different from that's right from God's scale. No one has ever proved that the water curves. We just imagine you've never proved that it doesn't curve. Yeah, but you're not. You're not. You're not really. Um, you, you're just arguing to argue. No, you you got to actually go out and do this. <laughs> you're arguing here's a to argue. Well, anyway, here, here's a let me let me ask you this because I, 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 you're welcome to call me in every day if you like. But okay. I want to move this on because we we've come coming on twenty minutes. In one minute or less, what's more important, living right or believing the earth is f- flat? What's more important to God? What's more important to God is that, um, you know... You, living right? No, no, no. The, I only gave you two options. Don't give me a third option, man. Go ahead. Well, you're creating a premise, you know, so... And answer the question, so, and then I'm just and gonna, then explain. I'm just going to say a Bible verse for you. How about that? It's, it's, it's Thursday leftover. Go for it. Okay. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then you'll be my disciple indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And that first part that says, if you continue in my word, that's a, that's a present tense Greek verb, and that means um, it's an ongoing, continuous action taking place in the present. So every time you're reading the Word, if you continue in the Word, you're going to know the truth, and God's going to give you a little bit to chew on, and you're going to get to the point where you can know the truth about where you really live, about what creation is. Sounds like you're reading <laughs> into Jesus' Word. Jesus said that. Right, you're, and you're reading if into you it something that He may not have meant the way that you're interpreting it, or Satan is interpreting it for you. But that's an interesting um, explanation, man. I like that. I like that verse. It's a great yeah, verse. I would, I would just forget what you just said and just, just read the Word of God. <laughs> but the Bible is not the Word of God. When Jesus said, continue in my Word, he spoke nothing except for what the Father told him to the, say. The, all Scripture is inspired by God, so it's spoken I know, but the Bible is not all—the Bible doesn't say that it's all Scripture. The, the, the Scriptures— that it was referring to, you don't know even which scriptures it was referring to when they said that verse. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God, and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's in 2 Timothy 3, 16, 17. Yeah, that's, what Paul, like that's what Paul wrote to Timothy, and the Bible wasn't compiled at that point, so you don't know what scripture he was referring to. You... Again, or like, do you? He, it says all scripture. Or do you know what scripture he was referring to? All scripture. There's false scripture. All scripture. So even the false scripture? You're, I think you're saying false, but it's all scripture. What's scripture? The whole Bible. It's, remember Jesus. The, was but the Bible wasn't compiled by, yet. <laughs> I gotta go, like man. Yes, a little bit. The Bible was not compiled at the time. How do you know Paul was t- Paul or God meant that? You're making assumptions. No, the Word of God's all together, so you read it as one book, and when you read but that the, scripture, the Bible it's is never all ca- scripture. The Bible never called itself the Word of God. So you're making assumption after assumption after assumption. No, I think you don't understand the Bible. All right. That, that's what I think. But neither do you. I'll call back again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thanks, man. And we'll we'll talk about golf. Golf. 
Yeah, you can prove the flat earth with golf. It's real easy. But I don't like But but your pro your pro your pro players can't figure it out. Interesting, man. All right, thank you, man. <laughs> it's true. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Super chats, guys. Before I get back to calls, let's see here. The King of Graduates, I'm going to go ahead and block you, man. Uh, so don't give me any more Super Chats. I, w- I shall reimburse you for today's Super Chats, okay? Because I don't, I, don't want you, I don't want you doing that anymore. You hear that, everybody? I don't want him uh, contacting me anymore. He's, I'm blocking him. And I'm, I'm asking him politely, stop contacting me. Stop Super Chatting me. I will refer you to the FBI for communication harassment if you continue uh, that, which I don't expect you to do it. I expect you to do it. Um, well, I don't expect anything. But I will, uh, I will just say, uh, don't do it anymore. I shall uh, add you to the muted users. How do I do this? The heck? Anyway, well, uh, yeah, I'm not going to read your super chats anymore. Don't don't give me super chats. I don't want your hate dollars. Uh, the JC from Little Rock. I don't want him contacting me. So, I did the Jubilee. It was a nice suggestion for everybody except for him and Hamza because they're. The, the Lord leads, you know. The Lord leads. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I appreciate you at a long, long distance. Pray for me from afar and don't contact me. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's get to the Super Chats. Gregatron with a couple on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. Hake, I don't think anybody should call anybody any racial slurs. He says, when I was a liberal, capital L, I hated being called an N-word by a white. I didn't like when blacks said it either. If I'm liberal, becoming conservative, your guests, meaning uh, Krishan Ladon of Misfit Nation, wouldn't help. Art had a point. And he continues, liberals are very emotional people. As conservatives, we can't play on liberals' emotions. We must use logic. Liberals won't want to become conservative if they hear us using N-word talk. Art is right, he says. This is about respect. Who pulls guns out on streams? (laughs) People who are a little bit wild. People who are a little bit wild pull out guns on streams saying, this is why people don't blank with mess with me, but with the F word. Uh, And he apologized after cussing. Yeah, I would say that's mm, maybe immature, maybe a little cavalier. It got under some people's skin because they found him to be arrogant or something. Uh, I believe in freedom of speech, and I, but I also believe in, and I believe in respect and decency, and uh, not purposely trying to provoke people. Unless it's Holy Spirit-led, Holy Spirit provocation. <laughs> 
provoking people for Christ, cuss words for Christ, name calling for Christ. But thank you, Gregatron. I appreciate that. Hopefully that's in you know, sufficient enough response for now from, uh, based on that super chat. I'm sure we'll talk about more about it. Animus says, hey, hey, why can't I super chat on the JLP show via Streamlabs? Because Streamlabs banned him for no reason because they're hate-filled people. I can only pay with PayPal and now I can't even put mess up there. Uh, frowny face emoji. Well, colon, the two dots, and the open parenthesis to make a frowny face. Animus, you got to go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Or you can uh, PayPal him directly. I think it's uh, paypal.me slash Jesse Lee Peterson. Bum, 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 bum. And sure enough, that is a way to send something. But that's not a super chat. So buy me a coffee.com slash JLP talk for the super chats. Or I guess you can cash app them. Animus continues. Some guy in work told me that he got warned by our boss to stop saying racisms to the foreigners in his own country. I now train the foreigners by using advanced racism on them <laughs> while encouraging them to snitch so they learn. It's genius. Kappa. K-A-P-P-A. Which is over my head. Kappa. It sounds Latin. In the world, Kappa. Define. Let's see. Tenth letter of the Greek alphabet, bet transliterated in the Latin style as C, as in Socrates, or in the modern style as K, Kainite. Uh, tenth star in a comp- compilation, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what that means, man. It doesn't, I don't, I don't follow. Maybe that was a typo. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Super Chat's over on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. JC, I will, um... I'll reimburse you. Go away, please. Thank you. Serious. You don't need closure. You don't need to talk to me. Uh, Carver bought a coffee. Hey, hey, I'm going to pull s- both some mama spirit and taking sides here, but I got to agree with Artie Art. At least in part, as a mostly white 30% Irish myself, <laughs> I don't really like to hear anyone talking hood. It's embarrassing to hear talking hood. It's embarrassing to hear, regardless of if they grew up in it or not. Huh. Huh. But uh, some people, that's all they know. Yeah, sometimes it does seem like they're hamming it up. Uh, I Check yourself. Check yourself, your inner reaction to people. Yeah, they may have an issue. But you have an issue, too, if you don't like to hear I get not liking to hear it. Like, a woman talking on the phone sometimes, certain women, certain spirit, whatever, it can be grating on the ears. And so a person talking all hood, as you call it, I guess. Anyway, Amazing Asia bought a coffee. Thank you, Carver. Amazing Asia says, I used to be so offended by the N-word, even though I use it heavily to this day. (laughs) Especially in rap music that I create. Whoa, she's a rapper. 
But I realized it was just a way to control others. Blacks don't own anything but the N-word and some braids, and it's our way of holding on to ownership of something. What a mess. Yeah. JLP has said, blacks don't care about that. They just use it to control white people. Interesting. There's a major brainwashing. Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong donated a diamond yesterday. I'm remiss in not reading it. She said, I love you, Hake. Heart eyes emoji and pink heart emoji. Well, thank you, Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong. DJ on paw with a diamond. DJ on paw. Any chance of you breaking down X-Files episodes? <laughs> there was one where uh, it was a so-called white supremacist or a Jew blamer. There were a couple of them, actually. One, one time, this guy who played in Breaking Bad, he played the, uh, the main character, the old guy, the teacher in Breaking Bad, the one with cancer, and then he became a drug dealer in that TV series. Well, he was in an X-Files episode, and he had this thing where he had to drive fast. He had to be driving at a high speed in order for his brain not to explode and, uh, or his head to explode or whatever. And... He asked Mulder, are you a Jew? (laughs) And Mulder got mad just for him asking, are you a Jew? What in the world? (laughs) Well, it did turn out that he had uh, this uh, guy who played in Breaking Bad later did have an issue with those people (laughs) with what he said, the Jewish FBI. (laughs) But uh, it was interesting. Like Mulder, I got mad. It doesn't suit Mulder to get mad. It never works. That was always a weak spot in the show. Anytime Mulder got... I don't know if it's just that he's a bad actor or if it just doesn't suit the character or what, but maybe both. Uh, it, never, it never suited him to be, a, uh, <laughs> to be uh, upset about... And he did distinctly sometimes have a... a shout out to the Jews, but a Jew face. When he got, when he would cry. I was like, whoa, he really is Jewish. You can tell. (laughs) You know, the facial features. All right. I think that's it. Nice. I woke, (laughs) I lost my, I lost half my callers doing the Super Chat stuff. Okay. I will get back to calls, guys. Hang tight. It's Fob Friday. We uh, shout out to the fresh off the boat Asians. I learned the word Fob from Asians and Mexicans, by the way. Speaking of, I guess it's somewhat of a slur. What They are, many of them. Well, some of them never learn English. But that's fine. Hey. You do you. This is from Jackie Chung. Zhao... Zhao Li Zhao Yi Hold on Zhao Yi Li Kai Wo Already left me I've been left long before By Jackie Chung from the 1991 album Love and Obsession Or Can't Help It or something And uh, enjoy your musical Philistines I'll be right back for hour two To your calls And more fun stories in a Bible passage So cool uh, see you on the other b- side of this break.
Fishing on the seashore. It's my favorite part. So good. Shout out to Jackie Chung. Thank you guys for bearing with me through the beautiful music. My opinion. Thomas in Michigan is on the line. Thomas, thank you for calling. What is up? Hey, what's up? Hey, long time. 
I know I ain't called this show probably in about two years. Wow. But anyways, um, I was catching the tail end of, I guess with Jesse, which you guys were talking about your show yesterday about the N-word. So, yeah. I, do you think it's, you know black folks, and I'm sure you I they do. have a few associates um, that are black. Do you think it's okay, Hank, honestly, to call somebody the N-word knowing um, that, yeah, blacks took it as a term of endearment, the little rappers, and they took the E-R off and put the A on it, and they call each other that. I was guilty of that as a young man, and then once I got about 30 and really started studying where it came from and all this, how it was degrading, I just get offended now if black people say, what's up, my N, what's up, this, and I'm like, man, don't call me that. I'm not that, you know, so I get offended when they do it. Mm-hmm. So am I wrong if I get offended or a beta male or whatever or have an issue uh, if whites, Mexicans, whoever would call me that, knowing that they're doing it out of hate and they're trying to degrade me? I know I'm not that, but I know you're doing it for that purpose. And I don't go around calling people names, so why would why would I accept that and say, well, Oh, that doesn't bother me because I know I'm not that. Okay, I know I'm not that, but I'm a man. And if you come into me purposely doing that, then we got an issue. So wouldn't wouldn't you have an issue if there was another word somebody was calling you to degrade you or your mom or your dad? Wouldn't wouldn't that be an issue to you? I'm sure there are there are things you can say to me to to mess with my head and get in my head. Right, but that's an, that's an issue that I gotta overcome if so well why do you have to overcome something if it's wrong because you didn't used to be offended in it and as we get older we get more corrupt your knowledge corrupted you and turned you soft to be i mean no it made me less tolerance james no it it made less tolerance there's there's a good and bad kind of tolerance and intolerance and there's a good and bad kind of you maybe you're more mature on some level but you're also more But you're also, you're also more corrupted and emotional on a, on a level and weak. <laughs> Why am I corrupt? Why are you calling me corrupt? Why, uh, because what would make me co- I went to two colleges, universities. Right. A black one and a white one. The knowledge. Hold on, listen to me. Okay. I've been around in my 50s. I went through all the BS. Bogus speech. I grew up. I became <laughs> mature. Um, I see people with what they are. When Jesse says he loves all blacks, no, I don't. I don't love all whites. I don't love... All, everybody, I love the people who love me, and I treat everybody equally. They're human beings. I love the human race, and I respect you as a human. But mm-hmm. I don't have to lie and say, oh, I love everybody. So, What do you mean by love? I, won't degra- I just won't degrade you, man. I won't go up to you and, uh, like, I got hung up on because I used the K word. I didn't mean to do that. Because I didn't know that people say the K word. I know they say the N word and get real whispery. Right. But I've never had a conversation amongst my Jewish friends, and we said the K word. <laughs> we would we would just say words that people, you know, if we're having this kind of uh, discussion. Right. But so, on, on a stream, um, on a stream, you may not be aware, but on a stream, uh, like a YouTube platform and stuff okay. like that, they may have rules okay. that we don't. You know, it's better safe than sorry. Oh, you have to abide. Yeah, so that was my fault. I have to call Jesse and apologize for that. That was my bad. All right. But uh, what I would like to say is, so do you think that it's okay? Because um, how how was it? I think you might have said, I don't want to put words in your mouth, that 
you shouldn't worry about what people call you or shouldn't have a reaction or something to that effect. So if we just went around the world just calling people derogatory names from all races, don't you think that would cause, like, chaos and, and, and beef and, and bloodshed if we just, you know, just call people crazy stuff uh, or, or, or racist words or, well, you guys don't believe in racism. Let's just say... Right. But I get you. Uh, bigot, I get you. Bigoted names. Uh, the cause of it would be the reaction, right? Right. So why the, do you want to cause a reaction? If you, if I know, if I say this to James, hey, that's going to trigger that guy, uh-huh. and I purposely do it, then I should be prepared for your reaction because I purposely did it out of spite, and that's evil. Even if it may be evil, even for, if I know it's just a word, but every time somebody well, uses it. that, it's not out of spite. It's not to. It's not a, an attempt to uh, trigger a reaction. Okay. So the, my guest, for example, he says it on his show with his black co- co-hosts. He's part black okay. himself, but okay. I, it doesn't matter. Um, he's white enough to be hated, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he. That's that's him. That's how he represents himself. And I'm for yeah. I'm for the freedom to say that. Wow. Because I'm not for I'm not for people being disrespectful, but I'm for if he wants to disrespect people out there, then he can I mean, do that. But I didn't choice, I didn't but he take, has to deal with the consequences, James. He has, so let me say But this I didn't t- I, I wasn't thinking that as disrespect. Whites don't have a disrespect problem. Blacks are the ones who have a more d- bigger disrespect problem. No, see, you, you can't play both sides of the fence, James. Well, you can't side. Disrespect is disrespect. Well, let me but say per this capita, white who per capita who's the more disrespectful people? Per capita. Uh, disrespectful people. Yeah, who's, who's well, the I people who are more because, like disrespectful listen, of their elders, for example? Um... No, I can't say because when I was a kid uh, in the burbs, my mom, if we were at the grocery store and we would see a little white kid cursing at his mother, uh-huh. she wouldn't whoop him. My mom would whoop my butt if I did that. So we would see little white kids or my friends talking back to their parents, and I yep. could never do that without getting my head knocked off. So <laughs> I know now the young black youth, but a lot that of doesn't show black youth, that, that didn't that didn't put respect in those black kids. It put fear in them. Because women don't, men, no, women don't fear and respect for me for my elders. I, I don't I think that I don't think women command respect naturally. This is a little. Well, we're getting off. In a two we're getting parent off home. I grew up in a two parent. Nice. Hold on. Yeah, I grew up in a two parent home. Yeah, fathers well, naturally command this. respect. Let me get back to the subject. Women can only rule. Hold on, hold on. Let me just make this point, and then you'll get to. Let you get back to it. Okay, women, go ahead. Women go ahead. can't command respect generally, unless they're okay. just unless they're even keel and ladies. But okay. they oftentimes, uh, through force of anger or intimidation, mm-hmm. they or mm-hmm. uh, or physical knocking you on the head or whatever, physical yeah. attack. They, that's how they command mm-hmm. a form of respect. And isn't it interesting that blacks who get violent over the N word being said mm-hmm. to them by a non-black, that is uh-huh. another. They're not commanding respect. They're command. They're putting fear and a physical fear in the people. And in intimidation. Well, they're trying to get re- they're trying to get respect because they feel disrespected. So let me say this: yeah. the reason why right. this happens, and a lot of white people may not understand. So for all your white listeners, 
to say the N-word to people, black folks, I think, feel the history of this band, and they think that you guys don't have a right because you're not black. If you were one of us, it's almost like a I know you got to be one of us to say it without it being offensive. Uh-huh. That's what it is. And then, like, right. I've had... I've had one of my Jewish friends say that to me one time. And I just had to stop him in his tracks, like, hold on, man. And he was just doing it jokingly right. while we were hanging out I, years ago. I and I said, do I, I call a... you the K-word? Yeah. Hold on. I said, do I call you the K-word? He said, no. I said, okay, it's the same thing. Don't do that. He said, I'm sorry, man. He never did it again. So what I'm saying is it's wrong for blacks to say that amongst each other because it's just a bad word. No matter how the rappers try to this, they just have no respect for themselves. It wasn't taught their history. When you know the history of something, James, you you you'll you'll say, "Oh man, that's where that came from." Oh, that was a degrading word. That's they, that's like less than an animal. Uh, that they, they call people that. Oh wow. Okay, so <laughs> you you might say, "Well, I don't want to call myself that, and I don't want to call somebody who looks like me that." They haven't figured that out yet. My son, he's in college. He know I don't play that. We I I, did, I raised him at home. We didn't use that word. My parents didn't allow me to use it. So it's just your teaching. So my thing is to the white folks, don't get upset if 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 people get mad about that, then you should know to respect that. It's like the word C word. I don't know if you can see what I'm saying, but like the, the white the white things that you eat, crackers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm eating some crackers. Did with you know my that somebody so got, somebody that got banned white on folks, Twitch? And I'm streaming on Twitch I'm for sorry. saying that word. I'm sorry. Can you believe it? Okay. It's ridiculous, well, huh? Well this <laughs> it's ridiculous, but there's a meaning behind that word. So I wouldn't go around calling white people that. So they should just if they wanted to call each other that, I don't think they do. You have a false but that's dilemma their though. Business. Huh? You have a false dilemma. You think because I think what? whites understand respect better than blacks do. Oh, damn, why? Because that, that's racist. No, but you, you wanted to address whites as if whites don't understand. Whites understand it better than, no, better than blacks do. No, I'm saying they might not understand why blacks get offended. No, whites they understand think, well, why man, blacks call, get offended. Listen, they say, well, you guys say that to each other. Why can't we? That's amongst a group of people who generationally started using that as a sling to take the sting out of it. That's why they put the A on it and took the ER off of it. So, so says it's you, a term of endearment, all of this, which is stupid. All this history stuff is irrelevant to how it's used in present day. Well, you have to know where it comes from, James, sometime to get to the root of the problem. Not you true. should go to it and not just throw rocks at it. You the should root. say, well, where'd that come from? Well, no, why the, do people, black people get upset about that? What, what, why are they pissed off? What's the problem? If because, you learn they, because they have a the victim mindset over the history, over the history that they've a been taught. victim? Yes, it's a victim mindset. They think about really? slavery and supposed dehumanization. Let's just not slavery existed. Let's just say in the Jim Crow South, what I was trying to tell your buddy. De- dehumanization of was, G- Jim Crow, supposedly. When they, that they have never experienced on a regular it, basis, James. They have a, they have a, they have an under, they have an underneath it all resentment towards whites because of what supposedly happened. Okay, I don't have a resentment towards whites. But then why do you have a problem with whites? If you use that word. that word towards me, I know you're not doing it in goodness. You're not being a friend. You're not being cool. You're not. How you doing, bro? Hey, hey, bud. Hey, what's up? You're not doing it like that. You're doing it to get under my skin or degrade me. So why would I be happy that you're doing that, even if I didn't know about the history of slavery or Jim Crow? 
but I knew that this word was a bad word. If someone's saying something, if someone's saying something to get under your skin, and you let them get right. under, if, and you let them get under your skin about then it, then I'm wrong. Then, uh, then you're showing I'm that wrong. you can be controlled by them. That's that's true. You can be controlled to a certain degree. It depends your reaction. Like I've had a couple guys do that to me when I was younger. Yeah, I would hit them. But when I got older, I was just like, man, you don't even know me. I suggest you go that way. As long as they didn't get in my face, you You'll, know, provoking me in punching range, then I was cool with it. Yeah, I, you could say whatever over there. Just don't come up to my face saying that craziness because it's disrespectful. Now you're, you disrespect me. Yeah, when you're mad at somebody, you want to make them mad. So you, you try to poke at something that's obvious to you about them, that either they're black, or, so you say the N-word, or they're fat, or you call well, them don't fat. Don't you want it to stop, James? Or don't if you want you're... it to stop? It's not so much to put fear. You might want them to stop. Like, stop doing that. Stop <laughs> calling me that. You, you see that's what I'm on saying? You if, that's wrong on you is you wrong, want... and right is right. You can't get around it, James. I know. Wrong it is, is wrong. And it's wrong to be angry. Okay, but why can't we respect each other's we can. space? Or if I know something is bad towards the, the Jew people, the Jewish people, and calling them the K word, uh -huh. I'm not going to call them that. Right? Don't call them that. That's all it is. It's just a level of respect for human, another human being. I've only ever I know that I don't even hear whites calling them that, except for when uh, when act, when blacks are acting a certain way. You said when blacks are acting this Yeah, when well, they I've act. heard more words than the N-word. Right. Listen, I wanted <laughs> to tell Jesse this. I was looking at some Obama rallies, and this was Ohio. This wasn't even the South, hey. Do you know some of these white folks were bringing little monkey dolls to the to the, to the the uh, rally? Uh, who was the guy that died that was running against uh, uh, him and Sarah Palin? And they asked a few of them. John McCain. Are you... Would you, yeah, McCain, would you like Obama to be president? And a few of them said, honestly, and I respect their honesty, but it was terrible. No, I'm not ready for an N-word to be my president. That's terrible. You believe, you can't you believe get around that, that, even if it's your freedom of speech. That's terrible. Like, okay, he's a black man, but now he has to be an N-word. He did all the right things, went to Harvard, did this, got his degree, learned how to speak well, do this, do this, to make whites not afraid. He's clean cut. He's this. His mom is half white. And they still hated the guy. Like, what do people have to do for whites to feel comfortable? And it shouldn't be our responsibility to make you feel comfortable and not afraid. I'm a tall, six four, two, the people, 250 hold on, pound hold on, black hold on, guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, you man. Can get, you, you guys can get are in. afraid. No, no. You're bringing up other stuff now. You brought up Obama okay, and, these, and these okay. other people who, uh, these supposed conservatives or whatever, who brought uh, stuffed monkeys or whatever to this thing and yeah. said, I don't want an N-word for that. president. And you saw that. I didn't see that. You said uh, you saw that. I'm sure you knew about that. I'm I did sure not know about that. I wasn't into politics. So you didn't at that know point. that conservative Republicans were saying stuff like that about him. And how do you know they were conservative Republicans? Because the they were uh, at the Republican conservative rallies. There's a lot of Black Lives interviews. Matter people who went to Republican conservative rallies. There were a lot of Antifa no, who had gone to Republican conservative rallies. I believe you, but these were white conservative people. How do you know were they were? They may have been 70s. white. I don't know if they were white Jewish people or white liberals. So you saying the people that wanted Sarah Palin and John McCain to win, it wasn't conservative. How do you know that they wanted? How do you, that? how do you know that these people who did that, who pulled that stunt, 
were okay. Maybe it, it was a stunt. maybe it was no. This is a stunt. Maybe it was Asmodor, and Asmodor really didn't want that in in office. Asmodor uh, has been known to use the N word in his rougher days. No, I'm sometimes. saying the people. But were, hold on, hold on. Let me people. let me finish my point. It could well Go have ahead. been a, a somebody trying to a make plan. the conservatives look bad. Yeah, but, but you assumed because, that it was a, somebody okay. who was a conservative. No, I, I didn't ask some. I saw yeah, the did. people that were at the conservative Republican rally. Hold on, and let me explain. And then after when he won, they went down south and they talked to some truckers in Mississippi and Alabama. And they, they, had, they had documentaries on this. Why don't you guys like Obama? And a lot of them honestly said, can I be open and honest? I just ain't ready for no N-word. You know, they were real country with the Southern accent. Nice. Be my president. If that's true. They did true, not want that. I don't blame them. It's the truth. It's documentary. Do you, you blame, blame them? them? Damn, James. No, hold on. Do you blame them? Oh, my goodness. This is I a, blame this them is a, for this. this if you're not ready for hold him because you don't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Let me explain. Is this, a, this is a white Christian country, and you have this white guy who's a socialist. Wants, he's openly okay. for redistribution of wealth, and... Okay. Uh, Sean Hannity exposed him. Jesse Lee Peterson exposed him as okay. as a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's not this okay. real guy. He wasn't a Clarence so, Thomas. Say this. Oh, Clarence Thomas is the greatest sellout on the planet, but we're not going to talk about that. See? So listen, See? what I'm saying is they could have felt hatred. that his politics were terrible. <laughs> Hold on, listen. They could have felt that his politics were no good. But to say that they just wasn't ready for N word that had nothing to do with his politics. Yes, it is. That had nothing to do with that. They were talking about him as a black man. That's, right. That's but where I have a, a problem with that. Like, <laughs> like, damn, what's the problem? That's like me saying, if all the presidents were all black, up it's until an in whatever, your face. Eight it's years in, ago, it's an in your face to the white man. Why? Because they want. I thought it was freedom blacks, and justice and equality for all, right? Or right, because blacks blacks hate white people. They identify no, with the black no, thing, and they want to and no, they want to get one over on the white people. That's what. That's how it Obama became. Obama didn't. He didn't identify with nothing black. He dealt with the LGBTQ. Obama didn't uh, identify with black folks. What did he say? The one blacks thing identify that made white with people him. Go crazy. Because we You're never talking saw out of both sides in of your the mouth. history. We never saw in the history of America a black president, so that was a big deal. Like most of and us said, wrong, oh, we won't be it alive was the wrong when that black president. It was the okay, one of the well, worst you could that, have picked. That's an opinion. No, that's, that's reality. Okay, but he got in, <laughs> but it wasn't so much of politics is what I'm trying to tell you. So let's get back it to the It is politics. It is politics, man, because, because whites are not... whites are the only ones in any country who are not allowed to have their okay. own country. They want they push diversity this on the whites. This is not your country. They stole this from the natives. You know this, hey? See, now you're, you now you're just spouting off anti-white propaganda. I'm not. I'm telling the truth. Why is the truth of history anti-whiteness, if you tell the truth? Because that's not true. Why truth. is it? It's not truth. It wasn't stolen. It wasn't stolen land? No. They didn't massacre Native Americans? There were some massacres. That's not real? There was mutual massacre. So they I'm came sure. over, they colonized like they do right. on uh, t- places of... of you, Colonies, you, you see what's going on coloni- in Palestine right now. Colonization. Occupational. They're killing them. Colonization is not theft. James, you can't go to somebody... That's like me coming to the Hake Report show. 
And I say, man, get up out of here. I get to slapping you around. Me and my boys coming in. We put guns on all of y'all, tie you up, take your show. And I get on the air and say, yeah, uh, this is the Thomas Report. That's a caricature. Yeah, this, this is my show. That's this nothing is my like what show happened. Now. That's nothing this like what happened. This is my show now. <laughs> I, you can't do that. You can't come to somebody's country. That's what's say, happening. Well, we, Isn't that not we what's happening right now to America? Listen, what's happening? What's happening right now, Hate? Yeah, with the Ill- is, with the illegals and legal immigrants coming in and taking over and, and overturning America. They're not taking over. They're not taking over. They're what's like, this is my is country now. Letting, this is not your country, white man. You just said it yourself. I don't feel like it's never been the white man's country. Yes, That's it the is. problem. No, it isn't. He came as a colonizer and stole it. He made, made it, it he his created the country. He turned it into a country. destiny. It because was not he a co- wanted to escape Europe for 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 for, for religious persecution. You brainwashed. So they came over here. They killed them all. You brainwashed. Why by don't the... you deal with history? Is what I'm saying. Why, no, because, why are you afraid of history? Because you brainwashed by the people's history of the United States, the where America history. was founded on uh, slavery and genocide. Bunch of what was it mess. founded on? On, what's the, what's the, it, that's white men who wrote this history. On documentation. So are the white men liars who wrote history? Facts? Those were not white men who wrote that. Those were, those were unchristian people, and you believed it. At 50 years no, old, you, come on, and you think come on, Clarence hey, Thomas on, is a hey. sellout. What? Come on, hey. Come on, hey. You know, come on, what? This is what, you, this is what you and your boss do. I know you're a troll. But it seems like you think your audience is stupid and they can't go look this stuff up. See, the internet is your enemy. There's pro- because you're, put, all you're the spouting off propaganda. Hidden, all the history, listen, bro. All the history books that got hidden and burnt and all of that. Now, at a click of a button on a phone or computer, all your white listeners could say, "Damn, how did uh, Don't how cuss. did uh, how did I'm sorry, yeah. how did how did America become?" How was it colonized and colonies and all that before it became the United States? Why were they fighting with the British? Who had this? Who lived here before them? They can do all of that now. Right. When your boss lies and say Arabic stole blacks from Africans, no, they can find out that it was Portuguese and Spaniards and white folks. They can look at the ship, the ship, the Jesus uh, uh, ships. They can look at all the names and find out the truth of history now. But you you don't know. You don't don't have a clue what you're talking about. Okay, so history yeah. is a lie. That's what you're saying. No, your your propaganda is a lie. Why is it a propaganda if it's facts? Because you because facts are not truth. You're cherry picking different Whoa. things and then caricaturing it as theft. And you okay. and you believe so, that Clarence Thomas is a sellout, so you expose yourself. He's a nothing but a sellout because he had. And then you said that uh, Obama did all the right things. He went to. He went to. No, I didn't say Obama did all the right things. Yeah, you did. You said he did all the right things to be palatable to the whites. Yes, to the white folks to be considered. You don't even know what the whites want. You don't even know what the whites want. They wanted him to denounce Farrakhan. They wanted him to denounce his (laughs) reverend at the church of twenty years, just to make them feel safe that he's okay to put in there. He's well spoken. He's graduate. He's not a Muslim because he's a Muslim and he's not from here. That's what Trump put out there. So they tried to do everything to tear him down, but he was able to get in. No matter what they did, he kept a cool face, cool, calm, and collected. Never exploded because he would have been considered the angry black man. Like he a good communist. Everything. Like a good and communist. And then when he left, he even did laws for the LBGTQ just to please you guys. Like a good communist. So he would have a good... Re- 
Okay, so because all, everything all that you just spouted off is phony pro- communist propaganda, and your side, okay. which is the communist side, is the one I'm that's pro LGBT. Talking about <laughs> you're brainwashed by the I'm communist. I'm not a stuff. communist, man. What are you talking about? So if somebody talks truth, they they are communists. What truth I, did you I, tell? You didn't to tell you any about truth. Something. Why do you call me a communist? First, because you said America was stolen land. Second, because it you is. said. Second, because you said that Obama was calm, cool, and collected. Oh That's what communists do. That's what the revolutionaries do. They dress up in. Okay. They dress up all well, nice. I'm not here to defend him. And I then just you, was and then you, you spout off your fake history. In and then you want to. And then you want to pretend like. Oh my you want to pretend like it's about respect, but you spout off all this nonsense. It is about, about respecting people and not stealing, robbing, and killing. Right now. The war that's happening right now is because in 1948, the British made uh, Israel a state, and they took the land from the Palestinians. They're occupying the land like apartheid in South Africa. That's why they're warned. You, you on your boss show, you guys say, you, listen, you guys say You just spouted off more oh, communist propaganda. You just spouted well, off it's more. The truth. You can look at, hey, hey, documentary. Is South hey, Africa doing better now? Understand? Is South Africa doing better now? I'm not saying if it's doing better. If it was, if if they all killed each other, so what? If that's their land before the Dutch came in, no, it's and not created a now it is lying. Stole their land. Listen, now they start calling lying. themselves Africaners. <laughs> you're lying. So you telling me white folk? So you telling you're me lying. the Caucasian is from you Africa? Want me to tell you? Want me to prove you to you that you're lying? Are you telling me the Caucasian is from? I want you to answer a question. Are the is the Caucasian man from? the continent of Africa or from Europe. Just just answer that question, please. The uh Dutch they from? were they were from uh, they were from the, the Netherlands. What where answer the question, where are white folks from? The the the, the people that say white, the, the Caucasian race or the Anglo Saxons. Are you from uh uh Europe or Africa? I'm from America. That's all I would like to know. No, I'm just saying where are they from? Their origins. Europe. The Caucasian man. Europe. Uh-huh. Okay. So that apparently they came to Africa from Europe and said, hey, we can take this land over. These guys got spears or whatever. We got knives and gunpowder. They can't compete with us. We'll kill them and colonize and occupy the land. And then we'll make this You made that up. You have no idea how it went down in South Africa. There are documentation. I read no, a lot. No, you, you just made that a up. Lot. You made college, it up. I told you I went to two colleges. I studied history I know, and that's theology. What, ta- what that's, are you talking that's about? That's how I hey? know that you're a communist propagandist. I'm not a communist. You're a useful idiot for like communism. <laughs> you're a useful like idiot for communism. Hey, hey, uh, hey, are you trying to trigger me? <laughs> the, um, are you trying the to Dutch, trigger me? <laughs> the Dutch went over uh-huh. and uh, Cape whatever cape town was not inhabited on, and then the Come the blacks the blacks blocking. the blacks who are running south africa now are not the native okay. are not the indigenous blacks they came from okay. other places did you know okay. that if that's what you want to do your audience can look it up now you can't hide so you're acting like you, you don't know you can't hide any facts right. things you can't bye what a mess Man, Manuel, Manuel, Manuel. How do you pronounce your name, Manuel? Manuel. Okay, Manuel in California. You're live. Yeah, I can't believe this inward topic has been going on like that. Just listen to that guy right there. You can tell he's crazy, but yeah, I'm Portuguese. 
So when he's sitting here saying that the Portuguese went over there and took the people and all, they didn't do that. They did ship. I ain't going to lie. They shipped people across the world because they were sailors, but it yeah. wasn't just blacks. They shipped a lot of things. And it's just so crazy that to be to be strung up on one word. Like, I remember growing up, and my dad would say that word. He would say it with the A. He would say it with the R. And it was just a word, you know. And he hung out with a lot of black people. and Right. They all just a word. And it's just so crazy that, like, a simple word can control your mind. And they don't even understand that word came from Democrats that made those laws to put them down, to control them. And yet they're all Democrats, and they love Obama, who's a Democrat, who talks bad against all the white people, but the Democrats are the ones that put that law on them. Right. And they're they're the ones who cause the problem or complicate the problem, complicate the system. And then they swoop in with their fake, uh, with their fake solutions. They make it even worse. Right. Anti-discrimination laws, hate crimes legislation. That just, that just uh, brings more focus on this fake issue. Right. The biggest thing that I see is it's all about control. You can see how he was trying to control the, the whole conversation by strictly being black. You know, like, oh, I'm black, so I know more than thee. You don't understand what I've been through. Like, the way I look at it, I was born in 1990. Anything prior to 1990 doesn't affect me. doesn't matter. My family is immigrants, and there ain't no way, no way that I'm going to be paying reparations. My family (laughs) wasn't a part of that. I am white, and I am Mexican, but I'm not paying that. That's got nothing to do with me. Why would I worry about something that I have nothing to do with or can fix? I can't fix what's happened in the past. I know, and there's nothing to repair. It was not. Oh, it was not this great wrong that they're pretending it, that it was. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, what's so crazy is, um, like, the repair of it. Like, the thing that since white people don't know what's going on, this is what white people want. We don't care. Get yeah. over it. That wasn't us. There was times in the past where, like, everyone thinks their their families and everyone was perfect back in their days, except certain people, like white people. Oh, they're bad. Like coming over and stealing the land. Like, what do you what do you think the Indians had? Like, giant buildings all over the place. They did not have a country. There were different yeah. populations. Some of them cooperated with the with the whites. Some of them sold land to the whites. Some of them uh, fight fought back and uh, massacred the whites, attacked them, right. scalped them. Oh, there was good and evil done in between those groups, and uh, nothing was being done with it. So. Right, just like all they had was tents laying around. So how is that a civilization or city? Yeah, and it's not like it, it. There was the Spaniards that were down south. You know, they came and asked us for help to fight off the Spaniards. The same thing with the Mexicans. They came and asked us to help to fight off Spaniards. Yep. And like they act like they had California. Like there were Spanish missions all up and down the border. Like okay, what Indians built those? Oh, none of them. Right. Oh. So then what civilization was here first? And now the Did Mexicans want to act like California is supposed to be Mexico. But they, oh, but Mexico was, it, it was maybe, it was Mexico for 50 years, maybe, a portion of California. <laughs> right, well, the whole Texas thing. Like, and I've Mexico wasn't even Mexico, because it was right. Spanish mixing with the Indians. Right. And then they say, like, oh, well, you guys, 
It's a false land from Mexico. Like, I don't know if you heard that lately, but they're saying the same thing that we stole land from Mexico. It's like, do you guys not like know what a war means? Like go to war, people die, people lose land, people gain land. There's treaties signed and it's done. I was here first is not an argument. Right. Yeah. Like everyone, if you do that, then anyone was here before you. Then, then who's going to get the reparation in the long run? Who's going to get the land in the long run? Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's insane. I need to, I want to apply for you guys' JLP network thing because, like, man, there's, like, a lot of stuff. I, I, I'm, I would love to. Like, Send it in. Art, just, I'm just listening to you deb- this, uh, debate this guy right here. Like, man, that's nice. Like, long conversations, getting deep into it. But it's just, like, the white people... Like, I've noticed, too, like, man, they're just scared, and it just, like, drives me nuts. Like, you guys need to realize that, like, if you don't stand, then you won't be nothing. You know, you're going to be gone. You'll just be the... Yeah. The people picked on society, and if you don't stand up for what what you are, like, we're all people, regardless. Like, eventually, once once everyone starts having babies, mix and mix and mix and mix and mix, they're all going to be olive-skinned anyway. So how are you going to know who's white and who's not? Terrible. It doesn't matter. Just stand up and don't don't bow down. Like, because they're not going to bow down either. And there's nothing wrong with like, with with the truth. You know, like you got to be able to stand for the truth because it's the only thing that'll get you to where you need to be. All these lies, like it's crazy. When I hear these people like, oh, the Demo- uh, the Jim Crow laws. Like you guys don't realize those are the same exact laws they used in Nazi Germany, and all they did was change the word Jew to black. The Democrats did that, and it's like, oh, and in well, all honesty, you know, the Democrats back then, I'm not sh- convinced that that they were such bad people compared to the Democrats today, because they were trying know. to deal with the the so-called diversity problem. Diversity is there's it's not inherently a strength; it can be a problem when you don't right. have morality. We right. we're we're pushing immoral immorality. And diversity. What else are you going to get but evil? Right. You're going to have pe- go you're going to have Satan talking in the minds of the different races, breeding suspicion, and then you have these laws that that you can weaponize against selectively against the whites. <laughs> and right. actually, those those laws end up catching more blacks. Blacks commit per capita more hate crimes than whites. Did you know that? Right. But it's an ev- those are evil laws. They shouldn't, they shouldn't even be pushing that. You should just um, address the, the crime for what the act was and not right. uh, target the motive. Because the motive thing is just, it's just a political, um, political weapon. Right. You're like artificially, you're, giving, you're creating f- fake jobs for the evil, go- immoral government to... Uh, be a be a mama and be like now now. You committed right. this crime, therefore this is our business. The federal government getting involved in local crimes—it's ridiculous. Right. Well, it's just monitoring speech, you know, just like a mama does. Like, well, you can't say that. Well, then yeah. why can you say that? <laughs> if you're saying it, the word's not going to go away. So then, what is what? What are you going to solve here? Nothing. All you're doing is division. Like. I grew up in high school, and I've said that word, I don't know, since I was a child. You right. Know, like, I grew up in a black town right next to us called Lanier. And, like, they come to the school, and, like, we all got along, and they'd say it, we'd say it. Like, it wasn't a big deal. Like, when you say it in anger, I can I can understand that. But 
I mean, that's on you to be upset. Like, I'm disabled. I'm in a wheelchair, and I can't stand when people call me disabled because I just do not believe it. Like, I'm as capable as I possibly can. I can do what I can. Right. Not like I prefer the word handicapped. I don't even care for that word either. Yeah. My dad's been disabled, and, like, I just watched him grow up my whole life not believing it. Like, I can do anything. I can still work. I can do this. It just takes me longer, or I got to do it this way, and, like, I see it the same way. Yeah. Once you identify it, like the same thing with color, like I'm black, you know, like, well, then now all you're doing is you're completely blind to the truth because you won't even accept what another person will say because you see a different color. It's like, I thought of a podcast of just a blank screen, just so you can't see what my color is <laughs> to see where that point will get. Because if you just see my color and you're already judging off a of color because you identify with color, you'll never see the truth. You'll never see what I have to say, regardless if it's the truth or not. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Manuel. Nice call. Good to hear from you. Call me again and uh, send in send in your uh, idea to through um, by email or whatever. I will. I appreciate it. You All right. Good one, Hank. You too. Take care. Uh, before I get back to calls, let me uh, read this passage. This reminds me of a passage. <laughs> uh, this is a meat sacrifice to idols one, Hassan. I. I pulled it up in different, uh, different, what, what's the word? Translations? It's, it's in the Bible, it's a fact. So I, I looked it up on Brave AI, something about this whole knowledge thing and freedom of speech thing and all that stuff. It reminded me of 1 Corinthians 8. I searched it up on, on a Brave AI, and they explain in 1 Corinthians 8, the Apostle Paul explains that eating food sacrificed to idols, false gods, is not sinful in itself. An idol is nothing in the world, and there is only one God. He warns that if someone with a weak conscience sees the Corinthians uh, eating an idol's, in an idol's temple... They may be emboldened to eat what has been sacrificed to idols, thinking, oh, I'm eating something sacrificed to idols. This is, this is idol worship. But it's not actual idol worship. But if you're, if you're believing that you're worshiping idols, then you are searing your conscience. The Jerusalem Council in Acts 15 had addressed the issue and given a command that eat meat sacrificed to idols should not be eaten. So some of the Corinthians which were people at this particular church location, under the cover of their own knowledge, they were just eating the meat out of pride and disobedience. Pride and disobedience. They knew that the idol is nothing, but they were told, no, don't do it. The Corinthians wrote to Paul defending why they believed they could continue the practice of associating with idol food because the idol is nothing. In Numbers 25, two, the Moabites invited the people of Israel, this is Old Testament, to the sacrifice of their gods so you could eat it. But, so let me read this passage. I grew up on the NIV, but I'll skip the NIV. Well, the NIV says, knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Those who think they know something, but do not, they do not yet know as they ought to know. Isn't that an interesting line? Those who think they know something... Do not know what they ought to know. 
If any man thinks he knows anything, the New King James says, or the King James says, he knoweth nothing yet as he ought to know. Show the uh, different uh, translations here. Knowledge puffs up, but charity edifies. Be charitable. Charity they use instead of love in the King James Version. Take heed lest any, by any means of this freedom of yours or liberty of yours become a stumbling block to those who are weak. Meaning, don't be spouting off your freedom in front of people who think, oh, it's a sin. Don't be all, okay, let's see. If anyone, here's another one, English Standard Version, 1 Corinthians 8, verse 2. Because it already says knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something, he does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. See? All this knowledge stuff isn't so great. You know the history of the N-word, or you know that the N-word is fine to say. Doesn't mean you go spout off on somebody who knows differently from you. Take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. Can't we all? We're supposed to be united and loving each other. Not saying, oh, you're just this arrogant person. You don't know anything. You're not a real conservative. So phony. It's the real Mr. Mad. I didn't get to him yesterday or whenever that was. Real Mr. Mad. How you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, Hank? Uh, From Chicago. First of I think. all, thanks, thanks for the death metal intro. That was the greatest <laughs> thing of all time. Right on. Amazing. Yes, sir. Now, I just wanted to talk about... Um, so I never actually watched this episode, but I saw like a uh, you know YouTube video uh, regarding it. But it was basically uh, some Star Trek episode about something called the Archons, which were supposedly some type of like vampiric energy force uh, that like infects people's uh, you know mood and, and and brings out all this anger. And uh, it's like they feed off of everybody fighting. And it just seems like uh, past couple of days, it's, it's like th- those were in effect. You know, like. Uh, I don't know if they've, they've mentioned them in the Bible. I think, I thought I heard something that, you know, the archons were in the Bible, and they were basically like the spirits and principalities things where, you know, it's like, this is the spiritual warfare that we're going through. And uh, it just seems like, you know, like these types of subjects, it seems like that's, that's just that. Like, we're feeding all of that, you know, those those spirits or whatever you may call them, you know. It's just interesting. What are Archons? Archons. It's like A-R-C-H-O-N-S. Uh, like I said, I think, you know, it, this was just a, uh episode of, like I said, Star Trek, but um, basically they're like a... With a C or a K? I, I blanked out when you said that. A- A-R-C-H-O-N-S. A-R-C-H-O-N-S. Okay. Yeah. Um. And they're, they're supposedly like, a, like a, let's say an alien life for the episode, but, you know, it kind of translates into maybe like demonic possession or spirits or yeah. evil spirits or something like that, right? Yeah. But 
but they feed off of your anger. They feed off of, and I remember Alex Jones even talking about it one time where he said like energy vampires or something like that. Where okay. Like, you know, they're, they're basically from the spiritual realm, but they, they feed off of our emotions and anger and, uh, you know, like conflict, that kind of stuff. So at yeah. the end of the episode, not to spoil it, but you know, it's like a, from the seventies, I think, but uh, okay. at the end of the episode, uh, like whatever Spock was the, uh, he figured it out. And then he, he realized that the only way to to keep them away because they were infecting everybody and everybody was, you know, brutal warfare and beating each other up, killing each other, whatever. The only way was to just let things go and not care about anything like that, you know, and not get all in your emotions. And then they had to go find a different source to, you know, feed off of. Wow. That was, that was the whole episode. Yeah. And like I said, I want, I've been meaning to watch the actual episode, but it, it was just something that I saw some guy uh, talking about, you know, because he, I don't know if he was trying to translate it into maybe like biblical type of stuff or if they're, actually had archons in the Bible or not. But to me, it would represent like, uh, you know, just the, like bad spirits, you know, bad demons that want to feed off of you, you know, and, and, and possess you, essentially, you know? Yeah. If there is such a thing. But, nice. Yeah, that's all, that's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> I just feel like this, that, this, is, this that, is, that is what's happening. Yeah. De- the demons are all excited and puffing up and trying to divide the Christians. Right, and, and 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 turning people into demons, you know, themselves, yeah. you know, because you, you can see how quickly, you know, they flip, you know, from somebody who's just normal and calm and cool, all of a sudden it's like, now there's this huge infighting over an issue, because it's not even like the guest himself or what he said or any of that stuff, it's just, it, it's a fundamental difference between people that just don't see the truth for what it is, and, and that's the issue, you know, they, they, they got these blinders on, um, full of emotion, and... I know, it's bad news. Yeah. True, man. Yeah. A gentle answer turns away wrath. <laughs> it's That's in, like, that? the Psalms or somewhere. Or the, no, the Proverbs or something like it? that. The Bible says that somewhere. Anyway, what, man. What, 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 yeah. Well, oh, yeah. What, what were you know. about to say? What were you about to no, ask? No, I was just going to say, I, I, I don't know, because you were looking it up, uh, where if they were actually mentioned in the Bible or not. The oh. Yeah, I forget where that was. It's in Proverbs, probably. Isn't okay. Yeah. Nice. I like right. that. Well, I appreciate you for taking my call. Love All you right. as always, man. Thank All you. Right. Bye. Later. Jaime in Minnesota on the line. Jaime, thanks for calling. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Going well. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to call about what uh, what happened on the, the show. Um, what... Uh, I'd seen, I saw the, the interview with Krishan, the Don. Yeah. And, uh, I want to say like his point of, of saying it, because he's, he's black, right? Said he was Jamaican a little bit. and uh, yeah. a bunch of other things. He doesn't consider himself black. He sort of identified, he lo- sort of identified with the whites. Okay. Because the whites are more, you know, sensible in America anyway. Right. But, uh, it was kind of like, um. <laughs> To, to show everybody that uh, things aren't okay or, uh, you know, there's uh, deep-rooted problems in society. And this uh, N-word uh, really kind of showed it in just in the, your, your viewership of uh, people's true emotions. Right. You know? And we shouldn't be having emotions anyways. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, I think that's the whole idea of the the bond network. Be glad it stirred uh, something up, not an op- not as an opportunity to judge others, but to check yourself. Right. Yeah. I think uh, Jesse says that a lot. He's like uh, when when somebody does something to you and you you start to feel something like anger or anything, be glad that you see it. Yeah. So that you can you can work on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I think the best thing for for the people that really have a, a problem with uh, this word is to do the silent prayer and watch the thoughts and and see see it as you know it's a spirit that's in them. Yeah. And only uh, the light of God can get rid of it. It's such a mama thing to address the the symptom or the surface issue, the gun, the gun control. The words don't say this hate speech. When hatred is in the heart, it's not in the speech. The speech expresses the evil in the heart. You, you, you stifle the speech, you're not addressing the heart. You stifle the gun, you're not addressing the, the evil. You're just, uh, you're just limiting the freedom and only breeding more anger because you're being a mama. Mamas don't deal with issues the right way in discipline. It's a liberal false value. That's right, and uh, I think uh, the rest of uh, Krishan's interview it it got lost because I know he uh, said these great points. Go ahead. Yeah, and he could have, uh, you know, he was he was there so that we could listen and learn something new. You know, learn learn from somebody else's point of view, and uh, the the people that didn't like what what he had said just uh, derailed the whole thing. And that's a, that's a loss, but the, the, the good thing is that these people see, hey, uh, I got a problem with this, and maybe they can, uh, God willing, uh, work on themselves. You know, it's interesting because if, if a person is immature or if a person doesn't respond that well, then when they're confronted, they, they say something that they have the right to say or whatever. Um, for the most part, Krishan was pretty even keel, but a couple of times he, uh, jumped to conclusions about a caller being liberal, or he's all, a fool, you want to know why somebody, nobody messes with me, and then he brandished the gun, that maybe come off as a little immature, or a little cavalier, or a little arrogant, and so people are, are, that's a temptation not to look at yourself, but to judge him for how he's being, not realizing that you're identifying with shallow things, and you're just sitting there judging him like a liberal. Right. And, you know, the, the, other, the thing is, uh, you got these interviewees coming in so that we can, you know, uh, get a new perspective on something. That's why I watch a show. I, that's yeah. Why I like it. Uh, and do you know the... I'm, I'm, a, I'm a layman. You know, I don't... I didn't go to a four-year college or get a master's degree or anything. Nice. Uh, so... I just take life as uh, the way I see it around me. Right. And, you know, I, I do consume, and when I was younger, the rap music and the the, the movies. Yep. Uh, with black culture in it. And, um, uh, like the Django Unchained, that movie. When I watched that movie, uh, Jesse was talking about it this morning. Uh, I saw it as a, you know, action-packed movie. I didn't take it as a history book. Yeah, I never, I never saw it, but, and I knew that, uh, what's that guy's name who, who made the movie, is a liberal, and I knew that Jamie Foxx is a mess, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, Quentin Tarantino, 
His dad's a Trump supporter and a Joe Arpaio supporter. Sensible guy, if he's still alive. But, uh, yeah, he's... I just... Great. I never watched it. Wasn't interested. And, uh, when you're... you're uh, two callers ago, he was saying that uh, Americans stole the land. Yeah. I remember that it was sold and, you know, the, the people were doing trade with each other and uh, there's a, a manifest destiny and, and all this. I, but when somebody says it so much, you know, it was stolen, it was stolen, it was stolen, um, you can get uh, brainwashed. Yeah, so true. Uh, that's not good. It, the land wasn't stolen. I know. Yeah, he was 50 years old spouting that. off that mess. That shows that he was, he either went to a liberal college or he swallowed the liberal propaganda on the internet or something because the stuff that I was told, there were just and unjust things that happened in the, uh, in the putting together of our country. Some of it may have been unjust, some of it may have been just, but it was, there was always, even with slavery, there were good and bad slave owners and good and bad slaves. So... What a mess. Yeah, and I'm going to go ahead and go back to that uh, interview with uh, Krishan Madan and, and take another look at it. I, I watched it once when, you, you know, when it played out, uh, but I, I think I ought to take another look at it and see how it all went down. But, uh, you know, uh, I might even go to his channel and yeah. see what else he has to, to say about things, seeing as it kind of got lost in other mess. yeah. Uh, when he was over there, so I didn't get to know what he was about too much. Right. Oh, the uh, the profiling, racial profiling. Yep. Uh, I watched a lot of those uh, cop cam videos, you know, and uh, uh, when people get caught in their lie, they use every excuse in the I book. I know. They, they yep. make them all up, and they'll say this, and they'll, they'll say that, and it ends up that, you know, they're, they're the ones that they were looking for. Right. Uh, oh, just because uh, I'm black. And it has nothing right. to do with it. <laughs> well, thank you, Jaime. Yep, it's black, white, Hispanic. There. I know. Everybody. Yeah, they'll use but whatever all... they can. Grasping at straws. <laughs> yep. All right. You have a good one. All right, you too. Take care. Uh, last quick super chats. Um, I know. don't think I can get to the callers. Joe and Phoenix wanted to comment on Obama in a documentary. Justin in Fullerton wanted to comment on the N-word and animosity. Rick in Hampton, Virginia wanted to comment on stop and frisk. William in California says, Krishan didn't mean to offend anybody. I know, he wasn't really disrespectful. In some instances he was. Uh, Carver bought a coffee. Help! The kids and I have been waving our guns around on stream ever since learning about it from the guest on the Hake Report. The ceiling is full of holes and it's about to rain. I think we even winged the Nick stream jet. <laughs> yeah, don't do as he, do as I say, don't do as Krishan the Don does. <laughs> well, Krishan had good tr- trigger finger discipline. He did not have his finger on the trigger, so he's not going to poke holes in his roof. Being enlightened till I rise with 10 coffees. Have a great weekend, Hake. Thank you. Zuzu CC on bought a coffee. Uh, Samson and Delilah are no longer an item. Because of the war. Not because of the war, I mean, but over the N-word and the disrespect of that hateful C-word racker, racker cray, acker cray, guest. He was no Trump supporter.org, she says. (laughs) Dang, Sion. 
Uh, she got mad over the uh, go back discussion, too. Why don't you go back to your country? Because she was told, and so she was traumatized by that. Uh, got to overcome that trauma, see y'all? But Delilah, appreciate you. Spoiler alert. Business idea. Hemispherical, sapphire-colored candies called firmaments. <laughs> Straight face emoji. Nice. Thank you for the rumble rant. Respect is not er- is earned, says being enlightened until I rise on rumble. Not something you force or coerce out of people, indeed. And it's something that you also give. When you respect somebody, it's more commanding of respect. Isn't that true? Can you imagine if Larry Elder was the first black president? How, how would the blacks act then? I know. Guys, it is... Oh, yeah, hold on. Dijon Pa with a diamond. Caller. Caller, Thomas in Michigan. The C word, Acker Cray. Is our word. Say, say it, cracker, fool. You have to, you can't use the hard R. Cracker. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's Frog Eyes Friday. Enjoy. Let's see, what is this track? Time destroys plans at the reactionary table. Adios, America. The Fallen State. American Anchor, baby. Modern Day to Bay Hake. Church on Sunday. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Bye. It's not Christian. It's Canadian. 
2003, the Golden River. <laughs> Never passed the ox cord to hake. Well, adios, America. Bye.